0: So last week, I was talking about tracking your time, tracking your time in order to understand what you are focused on um, consciously, subconsciously, and really how long tasks are taking. I think it's an incredibly important, really beneficial exercise to go through. As I mentioned last week, I've done this several times in the past couple of years, and every time I learn something new, because, you know, your, sh- your schedule is shifting and changing and productivity looks different in different seasons of your life. And so if you want to learn a little bit about how I'm tracking my time and why I think it's important, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about accountability. So as a founder, just like you, you know, I'm a founder and I have incredible team, incredible team that I work with inside my business and incredible teams that I work with inside my clients' businesses as a fractional CMO. But you know, when you're the director, when you're the founder, when you're the chief officer, you also need someone above you or someone that's going to help hold you accountable. I've found that you know, le- leaning on my team to hold me accountable, for myself personally, isn't the best strategy. I like to show up as a strong leader, and I don't want my team to feel like they need to uh, coddle me or push me to get things done. I want to have my act together in front of my team. To me, it's important. Everyone has different leadership skills, but for me, I want to be this sort of really nurturing figure that my team can feel safe coming to and feel like I have the answers for them. Even if I don't always have the answers, at least I can sit and work them out with them. But I find that making your team responsible for holding you accountable is, I think, not the best strategy. Again, everyone has, this is not a a rule. This is just my own rule. So how do I keep myself accountable? Now, this is something that I struggled with a lot because when I'm, working with a client, for example, I have that natural accountability kind of embedded in because I am reporting to stakeholders, but inside my own business. So ugly ventures, you know, we have a sales and marketing growth accelerator where we serve six figure female founders and help them get to seven figures, this incredible year long program. So this is a whole separate business that I run in addition to being a fractional chief marketing officer, fractional uh, marketing director. And so inside my own business, obviously I'm running these two sides of the business, the consultancy and the accelerator. Um, I have not, you know, fundraise, I don't have investors. And so I am responsible for making sure that everything gets done myself. And that's not always easy because usually it's feels easier to prioritize customers or clients issues instead of really having that high level overview of your holistic business and what needs to get done for it. So what do I do? So I've set up a system on Mondays. and It's important for me to be Mondays where I am reviewing my own personal scorecard. So I have taken about five metrics that I am tracking and these metrics are related to you know data of the business but also metrics related to my personal tasks that I need to do so each and every week I have some targets that I need to hit in terms of you know what am I doing for sales Um, what am I doing for you know showing up on social media right in addition to things like revenue and email list growth and website traffic. So these are really the key things that I'm looking at and I pop them into Scorecard, important for me to have a target. I think that it's not as effective to simply report on the numbers, but you want to have a conscious target for all of those things and really have those insights each and every Monday, how far you are from reaching that target. And I like to update that scorecard on Sunday nights. So on Monday, I can do some reflection looking at those numbers. And the real sort of samurai strategy here is getting an accountability partner. So I have a fabulous, unbelievable business bestie um, accountability partner, Jilly, who um, her and I have been sort of holding each other accountable For almost about a year now, which is incredible. But what I find to be so helpful for having someone right now, Jilly is a dear friend and a business owner herself um, in kind of similar stages of revenue. And we can really lean on each other. We really help each other. Um, I give her insights on marketing and sales, and she helps me on the team. She's built a team. She's had a team longer than I have in terms of her, in her own business and operations and just encouragement. Right. Um, but having this accountability partner who you share this KPIs with is so powerful because the truth is, is that if you don't hit those KPIs or you don't do what you want to, you said that you're going to do, just saying it out loud to another, other individual, you know, if you don't hit it, it's, it is shameful. It is embarrassing, right? And you can use that as fuel um, because you want to show up. You want to show up for yourself and your accountability partner helps you do that. Now, I will tell you, I looked for accountability partner for years. It is not easy to find someone that will show up consistently and is as serious about this um, process as you are. I found i've i started and stopped i've had about four or five accountability partners where you know we just you know if one person gets like loosey-goosey and the other person gets loosey-goosey and then you actually don't hold the the meetings regularly and you don't stick to the agenda it's not as useful so I'm i'm sharing that with you because i'm encouraging you to implement this process for yourself but understand that it may not be the first person that you tap on the shoulder to do this with that becomes your long-term partner, right? Um, Again, I've had this accountability partner for a year and it's been incredible just psychologically and professionally to have that support. Um, But I've made some wonderful friends through trying to find accountability partners, but they just weren't the right match for me. So it does take some time. So... I am encouraging you slash challenging you this week to, you know, set a scorecard for yourself. It may be different than your company scorecard, right? Or your business scorecard where you're really keeping track of what your team is doing, but it's really something where you can hold yourself accountable for the things that you need to do. And it really helps you focus. And again, it helps you even ask the question, like, where's my time best spent? Because that question in and of itself, I think is extremely powerful and one that, you know, I personally have struggled with, you know, when there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of directions that you can go in, having these KPIs for yourself and saying, listen, in a month, my impact is best spent doing X, Y, and Z. And usually it is, you know, the high level sales and marketing stuff that's really driving your business forward, right? Especially in this six to seven figure phase. Um, Or it could be, again, high-level hiring team and managing the team. So what are you doing for those activities? And what is a metric that you can hold yourself accountable for and track? And I invite you to go seek out that perfect accountability partner, right? Get started knowing that the first may not be the, you know, your lifetime partner. Um, But just starting the process really helps you understand the kind of person that you need in your corner as an accountability partner. All right, good luck with that. And I can't wait to hear from you. Let me know, how's it going? Did you, do you have accountability partner already? Do you keep track of your KPIs? You can always reach me at, um, on LinkedIn. I am Victoria Hajar, H-A-J-J-A-R. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you.